Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Back again, season eight, episode two. My name is Casey Jost. Welcome to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. I have with me James McCarthy. Hey, James. Hey, Casey. And of course, Danny Green. Turnt. Oh, turnt, Danny, Danny Green. Green. This is you were unleashed last season. I'm, unle- I'm turnt this year. This year, you're turnt. T U R N T. Very spell. excited. Okay. We're here uh, at the offices of North South Productions, and right. this is sort of our first ever uh, videoed. Yeah. Podcast. Right. That's right. Filmed. Right. But you For don't say film anymore, really. Video. Digitized. Digitized. Video. Right. Not mm-hmm. taped. And, and I'm anybody- glad. What's I'm, that? I'm glad that, that we're filming today because, Danny, you walked in and you sat right here. You, yeah. br- you brought us all coffees, which was nice. Very Thank nice. You got yourself a muffin. And look at this. I, I'm glad we could get a close-up right here. <laughs> look, look at the damage that Danny Green has done. If you're watching live, you could see he's put crumbs. It's not live. <laughs> if you're watching it on video, you could see all the crumbs that Danny left on the comedy producer's uh, desk. Thanks, Danny. Yeah. Casey, I had a saying where uh, I grew up on Long Island. Don't uh-huh. look a gift horse in the mouth. That's so, your saying. That's Danny Green's saying. But saying, saying and that's uses a, you're, that. you're claiming that as a Long Island yeah, it's saying? it's a big Long Island yeah. saying. Oh, they it's got like, Belmont out there. <laughs> yeah. I've always said, forget about it. Uh, well, this is great. Why don't we jump into the episode? Because Please. this season is starting out so great. I love um, it. This first bit killed me. Oh, so good. Computer Tutor is like, I mean, it's the thing that... Whenever the Jokers get like one on one in yeah. a close setting, it's so, it's so rich. Yes. And Sal's turn to me is one of my favorite Sal turns of all time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how to create a new slide? Yes. I okay. Think so. I can't wait to sell houses to rich assholes. There you go. Okay. I can't wait to sell houses to rich assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I just gonna they take their money. I know. White motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but he's, he's, he's white motherfuckers. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. I, it Mr. Was Juan, <laughs> Mr. Juan, he was, was perfect. Fantastic. Mark, I mean, the, 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 the combination, and yeah. Sal sets it off so good with just that. Like, just tell me what's the difference between email and PowerPoint? Okay, and Mr. Juan, uh, yes. <laughs> what is the difference between, let's say, PowerPoint mm-hmm. and email? Uh, <laughs> oh, and the face he gives after that—he's so sweet. And then Mr. Juan matches his sweetness. He's like uh-huh. one of the greatest guys. I, definitely of all those tutors, I would want Mr. Juan, correct? Yes. <laughs> Case, I wasn't on set that day. Whose computer was Sal writing all over? So it was, I think it was either Imbergio's uh, yeah. or Zaluga's. I know, because we requested for this season a production laptop. Normally they use one of our laptops. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's normally mine, which is like, if now if you're watching the podcast, you can see I have a blacked out apple logo yeah. because they may make me cover it which i then covered with another logo so they would stop using <laughs> yeah. uh, my computer and we asked for a new one they didn't get it so they had to use one of the other producers computers mm. but 
He wrote on it, and then he hocked maybe the nastiest loogie I've ever seen <laughs> I know. And on I, TV. And when you say loogie, you don't mean John Zaluga, his nickname, loogie. <laughs> oh, no, not of no. Course, no, not our loogie. So, I, that, you know, what's funny is before that bit, um, we were talking about which laptop was going to be used, and I have yeah. an old laptop. And if you know me, you know I love a good scambone. You do. So I wanted the scambone production and be like, hey, I have an old laptop if you want to buy it off me. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. it, like I haven't used it in like years <laughs> and I'm trying to get like 200 bucks from production, my own production, like you mean yeah. like our own show. Right. And I'm like trying to get like 200 bucks for this bad computer. They were like, no, we're good. We have our own. You know who had the best scam bone on that? Who? My grandma. Tell me about this. Well, so if you watch the bit, Murray's turn. He's talking about his grandma. That's yeah. actually my grandma, Maria Chardula. Wow. Shout out to someone who definitely does not listen to a podcast. <laughs> no? Doesn't know what podcasts are. And I thought about this basically when I asked her about... so. My grandma knows I work, like that's it. She knows I work. <laughs> like she knows I could do some comedy. She's been to like our shows at UCB before. Yeah. And she's seen it, but like, and she's seen the show. She's seen us on it, but like, she doesn't really understand like what we do. And like, she's with it. It's not like, yeah. she, like she's just like, she's from Calabria. Uh, I, I think originally, like when I said I worked uh, in TV, she thought I repaired televisions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then it's like, no, like I helped like make the shows. It's, it's amazing. You're describing her. I'm just picturing yeah. Grandma Deadpool from episode one of this season. <laughs> that, it's pretty close. Yeah. It is? It's pretty then close. I yeah. love your grandma. Yeah. No, she's, she's the best. But like I, I was telling her, I was like, we used your picture on the show and now I needed to get her signature, ah. uh, which I actually forged many times as a kid on homework. <laughs> you did? Actually, no, my sister did because she had a better, she could do my grandma's name perfectly. So I'm like, wow. yeah, but uh, I asked uh, for her signature because I'm like, you're actually on the episode. And she thought it was fine. She wasn't like that excited, but she knew she was on TV. So she asked for a little money. Really? hundred percent. Wow. So she was like, let me get some money for that. So I went back to production. I was like, my grandma wants money to sign. Scamboni. Exactly. So uh, they gave it to her. Good. They I'm gave, glad. Yep, I'm good. They gave, they the gave grandma some money, which is great because uh, she gives me money every time I see her. Yeah, five I don't bucks. know where she gets it from. I'm assuming. So right. now I could finally pay her back via production. When you get a gift horse uh, from your grandma, yes. what is the pri- what, how much money does she give you? Or like, well, you know. My grandparents are dead, but okay. when they were so alive. So zero, okay. you're saying? Well, now they do. But when they were alive, I $5. Yeah. Mm, 20 like on my maybe my 20th birthday a classic grandma jost gift is a five dollar check so like <laughs> really? you got, yeah for sure you got to work for it like she's like go to the bank and check this <laughs> and then give this check in and get your five dollars no. that, that was a classic i grandma love jost. that me too my grandma I, i'm pretty sure she was in the mob or something yeah. she she lived a, a full life she she still throws in 20s she hasn't wow. worked them all, but she used to, I mean, she worked all the way through like her entire life through, through her sixties. She was just like whacking people, huh? Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's killed people and she'll just smile about it. And she, all the stereotypes? It's no big deal. Yeah. She's <laughs> a, she's a big time Italian stereotype. <laughs> so your grandma is important to that bit, but maybe not the crew member of the week. No, even though she got paid, she's not a crew member. <laughs> right. But that crew member that got her paid will be MVP. Oh, okay. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. But a little bit. I want to say this. I did love Mr. Juan. And Mr. Juan yes. is in the running for the mark of the episode. Oh, mm-hmm. of the episode. Yeah. Right. So the, per- the, straight, you know, the person they work with, the mark of the episode. Yes. But I, for the season, there's no way that he's beating Grandma Deadpool. But let's see. Yes. I'm waiting for somebody to beat Grandma Deadpool. Yeah. If you, have, if you don't know what that is, got to watch episode one. 
Grandma yeah. Deadpool is going to be a new cast member. Okay, pu push this right here. No, because this is going to make it more uh, believable. Oh, believable. Oh, yeah. oh she's getting into character. We got to get her She's on. great. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Juan, you are the mark of the episode. Mm -hmm. Again, put on the fancy music. Dan yes. Semitovich, our <laughs> producer. Congratulations, Mr. Juan. Yeah. But I'm sorry, Grandma Deadpool wins. Yeah, overall. Uh, but the guy who ran out, who like left Murr, yeah. who like took his jacket and was like, where's the bathroom? And just bounced. How do I get the f out of here? <laughs> this, I came from, it's down that hole right He's there. taking his know. coat. Yeah. He's taking He's his gone. coat. And you will never <laughs> see him again. That's, that's never, has that ever happened? Wait. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'm here. Okay. For Let's, those, for those listening at home, we have a special guest. All on right. our podcast. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> Pierre the Mime. So you Let might kick so, this off, Casey, by saying, yeah. I think this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I think it's yeah. a have a mime <laughs> who, by his nature, does not speak Ooh. on a podcast, which is an audio platform. Yeah. But Danny Green wanted to do it, and he produces this. <laughs> And so if you heard someone lightly tap on the microphone, that was Pierre the Mime. If you're watching this, yeah. uh, which you're not, because again, this is a podcast, even though there's a visual component, I don't think anyone's watching. If you thought we were Pierre insufferable, here. wait till you hear our mime, or you don't, and you just hear a bunch of noises around the room. And I don't want to be rude, because I, I, first of all, Pierre, welcome. Uh, if you hear him using a uh, hand weight, I don't know what you call that, like a grip strengthener, Yeah, uh, that's Pierre. That's, I guess, how he's communicating. Maybe we can get Morse code from him. Uh, but Pierre's a great guy, really funny. Uh, Q had to be handcuffed to him for right. 24 hours, mm -hmm. and you had to be handcuffed to Q for 24 hours. So a bit of a punishment for you as well. Uh, I got to say, uh, Pierre, you know, I'm a big fan of your work, but the thing that he did recently that I really love is he. Uh, there's the Staten Island Museum, which has the Joker's Museum. Yes. And Pierre organized, I don't even know how he did it. I guess he could type. He organized a ton of fans, like 80 Impractical Jokers fans went yes. with Pierre to the museum. He right. brought a ton of people. They're honoring him by he's going to be doing, he's going to be hosting a silent auction That's at perfect. the Staten Island yes. Museum. How perfect is that for And Ramon? also by the time this podcast airs, he would have already hosted that silent auction. Is that auction. true? Okay, well, and there. Because, it, yeah. But <laughs> congratulations on hosting it, Pierre. I hope it goes well. And you did a great job. Thank and, you. And Facebook. for those who hear about this, want to visit the Staten Island Museum, too bad because it closed down at the end of March. So okay. you missed, the Hubble Museum is still open, but the Joker's no, exhibit. There's no reason, yeah, no it reason to yeah. go there anymore. Well, no. no, they have a great exhibit on seeds that's going to start uh, uh, in April. All right. So All Pierre right. is already looking around the room. <laughs> I think Pierre's motivation is chaos. I just want to say. He's not, unrolling, unrolling paper towels. Yeah. yeah. I will also say, Danny, <laughs> Pierre's not in this episode. He's not in 802. No, no, he got cut out. Danny got Pierre. He was not cut out, Danny. I know for a fact he was not in this bit. Yes, hi. He hit me with a paper towel. I wonder how Pierre feels about <laughs> Vanilla Clown. Oh, yeah. Ooh, he looks oh, angry. Wow, he looks angry. Vanilla Clown is maybe stealing a little bit. Of, it's the loud version of Pierre in a, in a, in a few ways. It is alter ego in some ways. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they got a great actor to play Vanilla Clown. Do you know who it was? Yeah. Me. Danny I'm pointing Green. at myself. Danny Green. Oh, <laughs> oh Pierre ah, wants to fight. Pierre Pierce. wants to fight now. Ah. No, He's in a 1920s now he boxers hug. mode. Yeah. Now he wants to hug. They're friends. Wow. Well, anyway, back <laughs> yes, to the episode. Because we should go on as business as usual. <laughs> yes, you, business as usual. Yeah, we have a mime here. Casey James, I, I know it's a little difficult, but just pretend that Pierre is not here, okay? Okay. okay. While he eats his banana. <laughs> Fantastic. I love that Pierre's opening a banana in the way that you do in a cartoon, which is un <laughs> unsheathing the entire banana and eating it. 
<laughs> okay. Now he's hiding his banana. All right. Okay. See, I want to bring up something. Yes. Uh, for tutor, so you said like again, the guys were all doing uh, computer tutors. Uh-huh. We actually pitched different subjects. Uh, originally, there was Joe wanted to do Photoshop. Uh, Murr was going to teach American his or learn American history. Uh, Q was going to learn gender studies, and then Sal didn't know what he wanted to do. One of the topics he wanted to do was football coaching. <laughs> he wanted to pretend to be a Pop Warner football coach wow. that was getting schooled by another coach and learning the X's and O's of football. Those are just rejected topics for this bit. Yeah. But they all narrowed it down to all learning, I guess, uh, Photoshop. No, not Photoshop, PowerPoint, mm. which is something that we have to do all the time with all the, the guys when we do <laughs> Our different PowerPoint bits. We have a couple coming up later this season. Mm-hmm. Danny Green is cackling. <laughs> well, Pierre, Pierre. Is, is, is feigning boredom. Obviously, this is a terrifically exciting it's a conversation. Well, about Danny, you stay committed to the podcast. You can't. It only works if we're all on board. Right before this, he goes. Danny Green goes. Oh, remember, it's an audio medium, so make sure to explain everything that's happening. <laughs> Pierre knows what I'm talking about. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, again, not everything's going to be funny here. This is an informative podcast as well, so that's for the fans. <laughs> yeah. That's some more information. You know, uh, he's using a, nap, a paper towel that he put on me as a hand towel. I, I like you're in an entire world right now. This is like the way you this look. This is when you thought a podcast with three white guys couldn't get more po- problematic. <laughs> bring out a magic white face. The white face. We, so more jo- problematic. During this turn, Joe basically has another language that he speaks through, some sort of alien language. <laughs> Department of Justice. Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> so good. So good. No one loved that more than Q. Q was like, this is so great. This is like, let me keep going into this, sending voice messages back and forth. I love it when Gatto cracks himself up too. It, he's dying laughing when he gets so close to that computer. Uh, I, I know. That's, I mean, th- this, this bit we need to do again. I just think like if, if we, we could do a re- redo yeah. of anything. This is the one. Oh, and of course. <laughs> oh, and also we Pierre do. the Mime. Yeah. Oh, and Pierre the Mime. Well, we don't redo punishments, Pierre. Uh, I don't even know if he's watched, if Pierre's watched the show ever. I, I know he's been on the show, but I don't know if he's watched it. If you did, you know we don't redo punishments, Pierre. Yeah. Of course, maybe we can get him back in a challenge. And now he now he's happy. He's massaging me. <laughs> he's and now I've nice warmed to Pierre and I love him on the podcast. I wonder if Pierre likes the Jokers fans or the Kardashian fans more. Because I think he's he's been involved in both productions. Nope. He can't say. <laughs> he can't say anything. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it says he loves us. Okay, good. Uh oh man, I had something very important and informative to say, and now I forgot it. <laughs> No, oh, I wonder why you're distracted. I don't know why I got distracted. And it, I think everyone that's listening to the podcast is now tuned out. Switched it over. I, I think, I think we're getting a lot of, podcast. No, I think we're getting a lot, more, a lot more fans. There are a lot oh. of fans of the, uh, of the brilliance and artist, artistry of mime. Right? Yeah. And so they're going to be listening in. We're going to get replaced on this podcast. Oh, that's a Pierre. great idea. An all-mine podcast. I like well, that. Well, I know you think it's great, Daniel. <laughs> Pierre's excited. Uh, but, oh, so Murr's tutor, he did leave. He went, but yeah. he didn't go to the bathroom. He was leaving. Yeah. Uh, and then our production caught him and said, or stopped him from leaving. I was like, hey, I was just a bit. So then he went back and talked to Murr. I feel like he was running to the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he went back and, like, talked to Murray, and he was like, that was crazy. He's like, you were saying you were popping... Like asking about pills. Mm-hmm. This stuff takes a lot of focus. It can be yeah. tedious, but once you get it going. You've had all? I do not. No, okay. I do not. Uh, then you started. What else is he doing in that turn? 
Uh, Casey, you, not you too. You, you, it's now, addictive. I just Casey want to both describe what's going on. Pierre taking, is taking every pen in the producer's room, taking the cap off, and throwing the pen and the cap over his shoulders. I think, and, and now Casey's doing I'm it too. De- I'm debating like what, <laughs> Thank you, Pierre. what Pierre is thinking as no, he James goes. Too. Like, is he checking out to make sure that it works? Like, he's making sure every pen works, huh? Am I right? Okay. <laughs> he just likes chaos. He wants to see the world burn. All right, let's move on to sneaker, sneaker, you sneaker, sneaker. This is uh, this is great. This is another kind of uh, challenge where all four jokers get to play, which yes. we don't do that often. It's and no. it's usually a don't break kind of don't laugh kind of situation. Right. And then this one's fun because there's a challenge within it, yes. and and the challenge is to steal a shoe and not get caught with it. It's basically a classic hot potato. Yes, right. hot stiletto, as Sal called it in the intro. Hot stiletto, yeah. yeah. Which is my contribution to this episode. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's I mean that's a kids' classic game, hot potato, but doing yeah. it with and not get trying to get caught. And it's always fun having all four guys on the floor at the same time. This is like since we've done Laugh Man Standing, where all four of them are trying to make each other laugh in the room. Uh-huh. We've tried to think of other ways to get them on the floor, and the guys came up with this one. Right. Uh, and then Q first one out. And hot stiletto. Danny, you have to contribute to the pockets. You can't just giggle at Pierre. It's, it's, he's, he's, got a, he's got a cable now and he's putting it in his mouth. He's getting and he seems to have just been electrocuted. <laughs> it's amazing how even when electrocuted, there's no sound. Yeah. Not a bzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
We're trying new things. Yes. I think <laughs> it works. Try. I think it works. What are some other bad um, stores that we've been in or BTS? Uh, well, not a store, but one of the worst places we ever were uh, was that horse farm. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it smelled terrible. Um, <laughs> it smelled really, really bad. Oh, not horse farm. I'm sorry. Cow farm. farm. Cow it's farm. like dairy farm. Uh, smelled bad. <laughs> it was hot out that day. And so also, not only like did we film there, but then I had to have a meeting with the guys where we're pitching all the new ideas that we came up with in the producer's room. Ooh, and bad. so trying to pitch ideas while there's a cow being born next mm-hmm. to you, it smells like <laughs> shit and it's really hot out and you're trying to hold people's attention. You're like, oh, okay, well, this bit's going to be funny. Yeah. Uh, what if you guys have to, uh, I don't know. Uh, pretend that you own an amusement park or something <laughs> like yeah whatever like they're all falling asleep also we had to like be on edge of like yeah. when that cow was gonna deliver so like it was yeah. it was just like waiting until it was like yeah we had starting. a spotter we had somebody watching yeah the, the like, cow's uh privates can't induce a cow I don't know. Danny, you tell me. You I grew yeah. up in Long Island. Yeah, I grew up. Uh, no, they can induce a cow. You know, no. you're looking gift horses in the mouth. <laughs> cows right at the butt. No, it's all natural. Cows, okay. cow's birth, yeah. Cool. Great. <laughs> um, See, I contributed. I'm trying, to, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other conditions that were pretty bad. Uh, most of the time, they're, they're decent. And now our locations people know to look for spots that have like ample room and that yeah. aren't crazy. Most of the time, the guys complain that it's hot. Just because there's so many yes. bodies that get into this room, right? And then it just the it gets really warm, right? Mm-hmm. But I have no problem. I, you know, I, it's hard for me to be distracted in this situation right now. So, uh, you know, no. We'll condition get Pierre back. You can't me. tell, but Pierre's crowding Casey now. He's wearing headphones, but we can get. Listen, this is a podcast, Casey. This is our forum. We can get Pierre back at any point. We could say, uh, oh, Pierre's taking out a. Uh, a dime bag of marijuana. He seems to be rolling it. Uh, he's smoking it. Oh, he's offering it to me. Okay, yes, and this is what happens in the producer's room once the cameras turn off. Actually, and then we come up with ideas like this punishment. Let's hop in. Oh yeah, let's jump punishment. In. So yeah, closing laptops is a thing that just feels so invasive. You know, Mur is the perfect person to handle this. Mm-hmm. Um, just like clo- like closing – if somebody closed my laptop, I'd be furious, and that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. The fact that I'd be furious is so weird. No, I'd be very upset if anyone closed my laptop. Right. Uh, like working <laughs> out in so- – uh, Pierre's looking at, I think – oh, no. Mm-hmm. He's combing this Casey's is some, hair with a yeah, headphone. Yeah, yeah, he's combing Casey's hair. It doesn't bother me. No. So, but if somebody closed my laptop, I'd be pretty yeah. mad. Uh, Pierre I was actually on a laptop before. He was looking at some sort of very – uh, weird pornography. <laughs> Just want to point that out. Was, I think uh, highly illegal. You can arrest Pierre the mind. If you could take uh, him in right now. now. He's, uh, now he's walking around the room taking tissues out. Taking tissues out because he's now very turned oh. on. You can't tell. But he's walking around the room with the a very is, small erection. He's, the thing See, is, this is how we get the mind back. This is how we get the mind back. <laughs> it's not true. Okay. He's just taping he's James's mouth. All right. Pierre's a very curious mind. I was lying. I got to say. He's not aroused. (laughs) I can tell. um, He did tape my mouth shut. He's taking something out of his box. I hope mimes clean up rooms after this. I don't know if they do. Everything I know seems that they don't. Look at this. He has a Voss water. (laughs) 
I believe. I don't know where he, he got that this? from. Did I, Pierre bring this? Yeah, these yes, are these are these are his props. Uh, these are his. These are his props. Yeah, he's water, water into cup. a coffee cup. Okay, not coffee. Well, let's bring it back to the episode. We were in a coffee shop. Sure. We're at the Bean over on St. Mark's ish, mm-hmm. like around the Third Avenue in the city. I think some people are doing this already, but. There should be like an Impractical Jokers tour of New York City of like the best spots that we've hit, the iconic locations. Oh, 100%. Somebody we should, should do that. Yeah, right? We should. Maybe Pierre should do that. You could bring people on a tour. You don't have to talk. That's you just idea. point to places. Right. And they can assume what would have happened there. Uh, maybe you hand out cards. I don't want to tell you how to do your job. Because um, people have reached out to me and told me that um, they do go to some of these iconic locations. Like, they, you know, they go to Union Square where like um, the strip high five happens. Yeah. Or they'll go to like some some of the uh, restaurants that yeah. we've, that we've um, been Filled to. It. Yeah. Well, that makes so much sense. I mean, I know personally, like I'm a big Seinfeld fan. I went up to Tom's Diner, Tom's Restaurant up on uh-huh. like 112th Street. Oh, yeah. I've made that trip. I would definitely go to a place that the Jokers have been to if I was a big fan. Definitely. Which I am. I love the show. <laughs> but do? if I was just, I mean, I'm usually, I'm there when we film it a lot. So, like, I've been there. I've seen it. I got to yeah. say, um, one of my favorite elements of this punishment is when the new rule within the punishment that Murr had to kiss Dan Cast oh, every right. time he passed. Dan Cast is, he came onto the production around season four. Four, I think, yeah. And, but, I mean, it seems like he's been here forever. He's just so, so ingrained. In the production, and I, a human teddy bear. Dan I think Cast. Hugh has a crush on on Dan. He, Cast. Oh, he does. And he, he has he, a man crush yes. on Dan Cast for sure. And he <laughs> he was living also when he had a cast because uh, uh, Q hurt his hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was called Dan Cast Junior. Oh, that's sweet. so that was that was the name of his cast. Did you know that, Pierre? Pierre seems jealous Pierre, that uh, Pierre Q has a little bit oh, of a crush on. Oh, 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 because you guys were handcuffed together. Yeah. And, and that's one of your together. big fetishes, you said. You love, and that was the pornography you were looking at. It was a handcuff porn up. Oh, I will not eat your bell. You know, what's funny is um, Q has often said that he wishes he was handcuffed to Dan Cast, which is... Um, yeah, he said that a lot. Uh, you know how to get to Pierre. You mm-hmm. get under his skin. Yeah. If under I had to be handcuffed to one person, it would be that Dan Cast. That's a real man. <laughs> He smokes real cigarettes and real cigars and drinks real whiskey. He doesn't just mime it all the time like some sort of chump. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And he's got big facial hair that he grows. Even though he talks, he says, even though he talks, he knows when to shut up. Yeah. But he can talk. And not only that, he can listen actively and then respond intelligently. And he doesn't come with me to the bathroom. Yeah. He said this. This is all cue quotes. Uh, so I think that my, what was your favorite Mark reaction to Murr closing the laptop um, to stand out for me? You know, first of all, this is one that gets really cringeworthy. These are the ones like when I'm on set, I like take out my earbuds and yeah. don't look at the camera because I don't want to see it anymore. I get like too nervous. All of them get that way for me. But after that guy, the guy that he's sitting in front of when he turns mm-hmm. around and closes his laptop, every time he closes someone's laptop after that to me was the worst because he's watching them. And so I was afraid that guy was going to get up and they were going to like, two people were going to like double team her and get mad at him. That guy went through all the emotions. He was like mad. He was like confused at first and he got mad. Then he kind of was like smiling and was like, what? Like happy. And then he went back to mad. (laughs) He went through like all the stages of grief. He was like Mm -hmm. a mime face. Like he was like happy. And then he was sad. And then he like kind of like liked it. Ah. And then he was mad, and then he was happy again, and then he was horny. 
Uh, okay. Oh, great. No, not my special hat. Um, yeah, and then the, the other, the woman who was like, I just want to know why you closed my laptop. Like, I oh, love that, that she was, was, that was really, a really confrontational bad. one. I'm happy she spoke up for herself. Nobody else in that punishment did. Good on you uh, to that lady. That that was really hard to watch. Yeah. And uh, I got to give Murr props. Oh, no, Pierre found the gong. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give Murr props for closing that final laptop before he left, like on his own accord. Uh, on the way out. Yeah. The that's quick ballsy. little hit and run. That's a Murr, that's a Murr season eight stuff. Yeah. I think we're going to look, we're going to see more of that. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, you know, my favorite thing when he kisses that guy that wasn't a PA. There you go. <laughs> and then a new PA sitting next to him. The new PA with the beanie hat right there. Welcome. He doesn't work for our show. <laughs> Oh yeah, end. that's. Yes. I mean, that's Joe Gatto one on one. he's so good at at fooling people into doing a thing that like they he makes them think it's normal. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, just kiss that new PA, not a PA. Why don't we talk about MVP of this? Of like, let's jump right into it. I Who's would the love MVP to. of this episode. I think it should be. Not Pierre. Not Pierre. Not Pierre. I'm sorry. <laughs> he wasn't Pierre. in the episode. Uh, you were MVP of your episode. If we're giving out MVPs. For this episode, though, you were not in the episode. You did not help out in any way uh, on the crew. Um, You're helping out on the podcast, potentially, either that or there might not be another episode of this podcast. I I think we should have him back every week. Okay. Yes. Oh, bang the gong. If Pierre was in the the production, like, you know, uh, in the crew, what job do you think he would do? Sound. You you think you trust him with sound? (laughs) I don't Stapler. He's got a staple. He's got a definitely not release. Definitely not releases. <laughs> release it. Release PA. Stapling a tissue. I would I'd, say maybe the film. Oh <laughs> wow! No, that. Oh, it's out. Good. Out of thing. Maybe one of the jokers. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't seem fit for this world. But anyway, uh, he doesn't seem fit for this world. <laughs> this uh, this podcasting world. But you know who does is our MVP of the episode. Terry Thomas, everybody. Terry's here. Terry, meet Pierre the Mime. Yeah, meet. Casey, <laughs> swing around. Oh, his grip was too strong, even though. Can you talk to him? Pierre, okay. You can yeah, talk to him. You can talk to and you can please talk, talk to us. Talk, please yes. take this chair, Terry. Yes. Uh, I like, can you talk to him? <laughs> Terry, <laughs> uh, this is what you win yeah. for being MVP, yeah, yeah, Terry. Yeah. Oh, my, you always been on my mind. That's so, Terry, uh, please tell the fans what uh, your job is on the show. I am the release coordinator mm-hmm. for Impractical Jokers. So when we prank somebody, I come up to them and say, hey, we just had a good time. Will you sign this legal document saying I can show you on television? Great. Yeah. And you're apparently like... MVP at it. Like, you're, you're great at that job. Like, you had a 100% ratio in this episode, correct? Technically, you know, we have certain situations where the employees, but it's the hard marks, the ones that the guys are like, yo, we have to have this person. Yeah. Those were I'm 100% at. It. Well, Joe Godwin, you have an inside joke that is inside for the crew anyway. So yeah. I guess it's not totally inside because I know about it. But you were bragging about how you're 100% signage. Yes. And yes. then recently, so 100% of the marks signed in Tudor, 100% of the marks signed in Sneaker Sneakers. Uh, but not everybody in the punishment. And so Gatto wanted to get you a shirt that says what? Percentage. Percentage. It just says percentage. And I think he's going to give me like 82%. 82%. Or- <laughs> so at the yeah. end of each shoot, you'll have the percentage shirt. And at the end of each shoot, you'll hold up a sign Sign-ish. that says whatever your percentage is <laughs> yes. that day. Yes. Uh, kind of genius. Yeah, that's that's yes. great. Great marketing, guys. What is going. your technique 
Uh, why don't we say that uh, Pierre is um, the, the the person that they just interacted with? You okay. know, the, the mark of the episode. Right. And so, yeah, stay with the mic. And then, so what would you? What's your spiel to the mark? Okay. Go for it. All right. Um, well, you don't know. I'm the executive producer of Impractical Jokers. That's wow. the first thing you do. You lie. You do that. <laughs>